1: Hello everybody and welcome to today's Sunday Q&A. Finally got around to recording it, I've been mucking around with trucks all morning. Um, The Merck went into auction. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be in there for this Monday, or this Tuesday, or next Tuesday in Hemel Hempstead, if anyone's after a Merck sleeper, which is in fairly decent condition except for the fact it's now done 850,000 kilometres and it's starting to wear out. Things start to go wrong. You know, two weeks ago I had to put a brand new... A uh, compressor and six-way valve on it. Two weeks before that, it sort out the air blue. Uh, now I've got a, a kind of a minor leak with some pipes behind the gearbox, and it's like it's stopping me from working. So if you can be bothered, if you're mechanically minded, let me air down a bit. It's of a bit wayward, um, and um, you fancy it. It's in the auction either this Tuesday or next Tuesday. It's got a full service history. It's got all that kind of stuff. It's all been maintained. Up to you. You know, you might be buying a bit of headache. It's an old vehicle, but then again. You might be wanting to run local, so it might suit you. What you want to sleep and run local? I don't know. Um, yeah, so this morning we got the gearbox done on FH10 yesterday. The batteries were totally flat because of all the time it's been left off the road. Then, um, so we thought, well, what we'll do is we'll take it for a spin. So I, I took it for a spin yesterday, still no good. So then we jumped it this morning. I got Harry to run it up to Newport Pagnell and back. Um, he ran it all the way back to the yard, but then instead of parking it in the parking space, he parked it next to the parking space and turned it off. Thanks, Harry. So then it wasn't working, so then we had to get new batteries. So I went to get a first set of batteries, brought them back. They were the wrong size. Went to get the right set of batteries. Trucks! you got to love them. got to love running trucks. So anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? No, um... (laughs) So, the introduction this week, this week has basically been uh, goodbye to the Merc. I'm pretty confident I made the right decision. Once we get the new batteries on the DAF, and we've got the new gearbox on the DAF, needs a bit of a floor. needs a little bit of mending on the curtains, but... Anyway, we'll come back to that later. Before we do this, the introduction this week, Neptune Courier, on the subject of the shipping shed, says, shipping shed, SS for short. Hmm. I'm fine with SS. My granddad was in the Navy. He was on the SS something or other. I don't know. Apparently, he actually wants to take his picture with the Queen. I think I saw it once in black and white. Those are the two SS symbols that I will actually only tolerate next to each other because the other two are the ones that my granddad fought during the war. So <laughs> Strange enough, I'm going to side my granddad on that one. Um, but yeah, no, but I kind of like the idea with a shipping shed of um, maybe giving it a nautical theme. Now bearing in mind that the child was like interior design masters person, she was on the show, weren't she? So she kind of, she was on the Alan Carr show and uh, we did a video on that. I'll tell you link. Um, Yeah, so, but I think we might be giving it, we might be seeing a porthole appearing. We might be seeing some shipping charts we might be seeing sort of uh, a monkey fist to hold the door open which is ridiculous because the doors don't open and shut anyway the damn thing's falling to pieces but uh, yeah work in progress i kind of like that the shipping shed is it's not the stuff 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 it. it's the shipping shed right and you may be getting if it's raining outside i'll tell you if i'm doing something q a we'll do shipping forecasts uh, right so this week's video was the dilemma which was what to do about the truck you know the, the merch's getting old what do you do and it's kind of i decided type to get rid so you guys nigel griffiths my mate he turns around he says dump it never chase sunk costs i think he's right um jackal says get a scania the thing about Scanias is, I don't know anything about Scanias. I've, I've had run an Iveco, I've run a Merc, I've run Mercs, I've run Merc Vans, and I've run um, DAFs. And I don't know if I want to get into a strange new world right now. I'm kind of, uh, maybe right now, familiar is good. Uh, domain name guy says, Merc 7.5 tonnes are okay. I said I've driven Merc 7.5 tonnes, um, apart from the cup of coffee holders, which were totally useless. Why do we always get a car? We always get. Um, Hung up on coffee holders. You to try to be with the DAFs in the fact that, you know, with a Sprinter, very good for coffee holders. The DAFs, useless. Where am I supposed to put my... I've got this great big cab with a, with a, with a fold-down bed. Where am I supposed to put my cup of tea? Ridiculous. Um, he says, uh, the biggest problem with the Mert manual is putting it in reverse gear because the person always has to twist their shoulder out of the socket to get it in there. Um, he says, man's have the comfiest seat. Uh, Sorry, DAFs have the comfiest seat. and a DAF curtain-sided with a tuck-under-tail lift are very, very versatile. Man-owned by VW and truck are sturdy, reliable, like uh, VW crafters. Mercedes trucks are okay, sturdy, reliable. Um, Then there's the Fuso, (laughs) which, let's face it, is it a truck? Or is it kind of a Luton that's been on pip my ride? Um, Most uncomfortable truck out there because it can carry more weight. And he's, he's narrow to deal with uh, posh country lanes and maybe like, you know, cities and stuff like that. With weighty loads, very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's absolutely, no, the Fuso, we, we don't even go there with a Fuso. No, just, just it's just, it's sort of, uh, it's, it's basically a three and a half tonne with, with delusions of grandeur, isn't it, really? So, uh, yeah, so we go on to that one. Um, against, four and all, against something trans. Never quite understood that one. He um, said, I've driven a Mercedes truck before. It always had a problem. Uh, put me off completely. Then when I get my own truck, I'm going to get a Daf or a scan you. I Vico Mercedes and man is uh, no go for me. The Mercedes man. Yeah, well, again, you know, everyone's got their opinion. I think you kind of base your opinion on your own personal experience. And there's, there's not to say that my own personal experience, my hair's got, mad. Um, I must get a haircut, but I can't get a haircut at the moment because of my secret project. Yeah, come back to that later. Um, well, not today anyway. Um, Yeah, so I think it comes down to personal experience, but we'll work on to that one. Godzilla says, he said, I wonder how many times I've said that marks are rubbish on this channel. The sundries are one thing, but the gearbox in Mercs are fragile. Last five minutes, and even when it's repaired, it's a grenade with a pin pulled out, ready to go today, tomorrow, next week, next month. Um, But it will go, and it will be an issue. My mate Brian, uh, Brian a shipper, um, Brian Webb says, Merc trucks have never been um, good... um, from the from the one four one eight s's to the nine two eight s's nine one nine two four s's, that's why they are called Hill Stoppers. I never knew that, um, or better known as Hilter's Revenge. Um, three months' wait for a death back in the seventies. Nothing has changed there. Uh, that was on the Hot Country before you bought it. Um, yeah, so basically, and he says, I wonder if this could be having something to do with your blood pressure, Brian. Without doubt, mate, (laughs) whether it's the lorries, or the drivers, or the firm, is definitely sending my blood pressure through the roof. What I have to learn is how to get a cope on it, how to get a grip on it, so that it doesn't. Because it can be done, it can be done. I just need to get in the zone, and maybe get four reliable trucks up and running on a regular basis, they're not driving me mad, and then I might have a chance. Viad says, um, it keeps adding to the cost. Nightmare for the self-employed drive. Absolutely, my friend. Um, a Yorkshireman's Daily Grind says, stick with a daft, Pete, all day long. My first DAF was the best. Had a Volvo um, FM, nothing but trouble. Add blue, gearbox, clutch. It goes on and on and on. Uh, Water Live said, the best or nothing, no, but really love Merc. Didn't quite know what that meant, but thanks for the comment anyway. <laughs> Jeff Bryan says, Pete... I have four four 26-tonne rigid Mercs and a 21-year-old 1018 Merc, all curtain-side, most reliable trucks I've ever had. Yours must be a bad one. I don't know if it's a bad one. I think part of the problem is it's just so old. I think if you take any truck that's done 850,000 kilometres, chances are you're going to get issues. And if you don't get issues, is it because you're driving it with a magic wand? You know, um, B. Carroll says, uh, can't rely on... He says, yeah, so you can't rely on old gear. You prove the concept. Works time, time for new or newish lorries. Again, yeah, you're in the catch-22 situation, isn't it? I'm off the road for a week with a truck, but I'm still paying uh, tax and insurance and driver's wages, so I'm losing the money that I could be earning with it making, but because I haven't made the money, I haven't got the money to go and buy a new truck. I'm thinking about leasing, thinking about it, but is it wise to lease when you haven't actually got a contract? You know, because then what happens if all the work dries up tomorrow and you're st- you've sort of got, like, lease trunks wrapped around your neck? Don't know. Just thinking about it. But probably won't. I'm hoping we get this daff up and running and we're good to go. Shane Hardy says, As nice as the murk is, it's time to let go of the old girl. Uh, by what you know, y- you can get it fixed quickly in, in-, in case of beat." And this is another point. The thing about daffs, is I've got Barry Grewcock and Sons up in Corby. They're breakers. They break daffs, so they have the the parts not too dear. Bisons will do daffs, but they'll also do Merck's, in fairness to them. I've got HTC in Dunstable. I've got HTC in Hemel Hempstead. Um, For Merck's, I've got a small place over in Toddington, the size of a shed, or it's inter-county in Milton Keynes, which is a Milton Keynes? It's not easy to get to. Although frustratingly, when I went to buy the gearbox oil for the Merc, which has to go into, you obviously have to go into the gearbox. That's why it's called gearbox oil. Otherwise, it would be called engine oil, fridge oil, um, shoe oil. You know, because if it went in the shoes, it's kind of. The clues in the title. Can you buy shoe oil? I don't think you can buy shoe oil. I'm very tired. It's very, it's very strenuous job. Um, and as I drove past uh, HCC and Dunstable, there's this great big sign up that says into counting Merc and this massive thing I'm thinking oh right okay you're opening one there now I've retired it thanks very much still sticking with me Daph don't care And Nick the Urban Trucker this is a very good point says hi, Pete. sorry to say you've had so many problems with the Merc the newer Mercs uh, are not as good as the old SK models they were proper trucks it makes sense to have one one make fleet of trucks. You get to know them better It so if you're buying different oils engine oil, gearbox oil, axle oil. There's axle oil. Maybe there is shoe oil. Um, for all different makes as well as all the parts and bits and pieces you end up with. You can use them more efficiently amongst the fleet saving you time and money. Personally I think the Scandinavians build the best trucks. Scania make the best uh, reliability of them is second to none. I've operated other makes in the past and nothing comes close. I know it's not a popular opinion amongst everyone but for the small operators point of view they seem to make sense in my humble opinion, I wish you the best of the truck with your DAF, stick with what you know and like, mate. Back in the day, I always liked my IV co and my mate John drove a DAF, and the problem with the DAF was, with the IV code, if the brakes failed, they locked on, with the DAF if the brakes failed, they just failed, he once they failed on him, he ended up doing a quick left turn and actually scratched, she took the DAF across four, car, four parked cars before he could stop it. You know, these things happen. But now, I don't know, this was in the, this was in the, cool, oh, 90s, maybe you know, early 2000s. And now we kind of, um, you know, the 30 years later, the DAFs, all I know is all the they come down, and you can fix them. They seem to be easy to fix. The parts seem to be easy to get hold of. They're like the transit of the, um, of the sort of the van world. They're not the, maybe the best truck, but they're, perfectly fine their uh, parts are readily available and they're relatively cheap and that seems to work for me very well right now so yeah um and so also there's another one from the main name guy here said so the main reason people oh yeah because now we're on because because i think part of the reason i wanted to buy the merc to begin with is because i run the sprinter and i had um jessica and before jessica we had uh i can't remember her name now yeah? should be with a penny and the sprinters went on and on they were lovely and they worked really really well they were kind of... The thing i liked about the sprinter is it had a lot more room when you're in kind of some of the Renault's or the citrons or even in even in um a transit there's not a lot of leg room the sprinter is kind of like oh look at this i mean i'm in, i'm in the airport lounge i've got space around me look i can i can wiggle my legs i can dance to be witched, that kind of thing contemporary reference for the 80 to 25 year olds there um and that's kind of why i like them up you seem to work very very well um but then when you translate it from lorry to truck didn't work out quite the same way so there we go so um do, 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 that's the child coming back you may see child walking through the door in which case we might say sunny hello and i'll just let her know i'm doing sunny q a um what? Yes, so the main, the main reason why people, people buy um, sprinters and VW crafters isn't the price, etc. They need reliable, reliability irrespective of cost. Because the benefits of continuous reliability far outweigh the fact that sprinters and crafters are expensive, etc. Which is why parcel carriers use sprinters, because they don't have time for unreliable vehicles. Hello Charles, you alright? Told you, she was in. There you go. Fantastic. How was your meeting? Good, thank you. Fantastic. You're on Q&A. Say Hello. Cheers, catch up in a bit. Bye, love. Um, that's interior designer. She'll be doing the shipping shed. You know, we'll do, they might do one on that one. And then I might do a little thing, a little side one. Tales from the shipping shed. Just me in a rocking chair with a captain's hat on and a pipe. Telling stories, you know, like you used to get on the TV when you was a kid. Not Jack and Nori, it was something else. Tom Hardy did one. I'm very tired. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. You know have London nights. I woke up at one o'clock in the morning for no apparent reason and then couldn't get back to sleep till six. And then I had to get up at half past eight, and I've been doing the lorries ever since. So lorries then Q and A. I might have a little kit this afternoon, I think. That might be quite nice. Um, where was we? Bounty Hunter eighty four. He says, I had um an 18 Sprinter van for five years, done 180,000 miles. Started losing power and leaking oil. They tend to do that around around that time. If you're lucky, you get through to about 250,000 before the injectors go. Um, I figured trade it in, which I got 17K for it. That's a lot of dough. Really? Um, And got myself a new 23. Didn't need the bills or the hassle. Need reliability. And that's what you need. You need reliability. You need them trucks running. You don't want the headache. And also, you know, I had to ring a shipper up. And turn around and go, he's five minutes away from your collection point, he's broken down. And the guy's gone, oh, because, obviously, he was there at the time he was supposed to be there. Now he's got to post the load, get a lorry to there. I said, oh, mate, I'm really sorry, there's nothing I can do. We had and I knew I had a problem with it, but I said, we had a problem with it, I thought I'd fixed it. And it turns out, we haven't fixed it. So I just want reliable vehicles. That's the thing. I don't want reliable vehicles that don't cost me a fortune, that's the way forward. Uh, Ricky Davidson says sprinters are the van they, and I agree with you they were the van I've got to do also I keep saying I'm going to do some of those um, Insta and TikTok videos I've got to do a catch up I'm slowly but surely getting head right around things I've managed to work out how to use the laptop as a desktop and uh, the shipping shed is being slowly upgraded the internet's working in there there's been a lot of stuff behind the scenes to get sorted so that I can actually work efficiently but soon I should be back up to speed and back up to making more videos or oh god you know, depending on your outlet, really, I suppose. Um, sprinters are the van, unless you're doing a drive... <laughs> you know, this is, I quite like this, actually. Sprinters are the van, unless you're driving at 100-plus miles an hour when it's overloaded with petrol station signage. About five years ago, I worked for a week with a self-employed sign fitter and the Pistons blew on his sprinter due to his insanity. We ended up stranded at the Watford Gap service station and nearly ended up in a fight due to me pointing this out. the only thing missing in the cab was his cowboy hat i like that Uh, we eventually got back to leeds we haven't spoken since (laughs) nothing wrong with sprinter sounds more like pilot error that one so there we go so i'll keep you in a look you know what's going on with the lorries and all that kind of stuff but uh that was lorries for today and now it's wise guys
0: save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app
1: A quick one on Wise Guys this week. KC uh, Couriers said some drivers may not know. I put this one; it wasn't Wise Guys, but I put him in because I thought it was worth knowing. Some drivers may not know this, but courier driver insurance will not cover you for removals. This is true. Because, but having said that, there is insurance out there. That we'll cover you for man and van, small removals, and multi-drop, and all that. But you've got to make sure you get the right policy, because otherwise you could end up picking up a load of pallets, driving them somewhere, and then they turn around and go, "You're not covered for this, mate. Sorry." So, uh, but if anyone knows what the right insurance is on that one, please let me know, and um, yeah, we'll pass that one on. Right, miscellaneous. So today's miscellaneous: uh the handy, the handy van, kind of like the handyman, but handy van have an interesting name. Makes you stand out. Um I've been in man and van the man and van, van trade for twenty years and I get a lot of customers say they've had a cheaper price from online companies like Shipley, Anyvan and the CX. Um so I call them so I call them I tell sorry, I tell them I'm a small local guy with one van and I create all the cus I create all customers um sorry I think this is one of the kind of ones where the, um, the, the sort of the you know, preemptive text, is that I treat all customers customers and not just a number. And that usually gets the job. And doing the job cheap will do you no favors in the long run as your engine could go bang at any time, have a massive bill, bill on your hands and no money to fix it is that right know your costs we've always said this one know your costs know your bottom line it's okay to drop a little bit at the beginning to get your customers but not too low and then you're going to have to stick to your guns you've got to do the Brian Webb I'm going to call it the Brian Webb now you've got to stick to your guns because otherwise you're just going to eventually end up on the conveyor belt of fools so um, yeah, so there we go. Good good advice, I think. Uh, John Fennell, our man in Ireland. He's still our man in Ireland. It's another guy said last week, he said, if you fancy teaming up, I'm not in that position. I wish I was. I'm just not. He says, uh, hi, Pete. Yep, still going strong. Thinking of an 18 or a 26 tonne nest, uh, O license and all that stuff. We will have to meet up. We should meet up again, John. He bought me a bottle of whiskey last time we met up, and I owe you one. Uh, and I would recommend the 18, if I was you. 18, daff, tail lift, double curtain side, tuck under the towel. It's a way forward. Steve Campbell. Hello, Steve. The ferris Steve Campbell says, um, we've got a seven and a half tonne with a seven metre bed. You do get them. You get them with eight metre beds. The problem is, the, make, the longer you make the bed on the seven and a half tonne, the heavier it is, and it can't carry that much weight anyway. On even on a six metre bed, you're only looking at two and a half tonne. Start stretching out a bit more, bit more space on the back and a bit more metal and a bit more curtain, and you end up with a lorry that actually weighs seven and a half tonne that's got a laden weight of seven and a half tonne when it's empty. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Domain name got unless you're carrying phone. Um... The main name guy says, he said, good couriers will always get work uh, and can charge more than the going rate because they will get enough work to pick and choose. I used to get booked a weeks in advance and he, he would say, you know, but he, he would say, I'll, I would do 20 times seven and a half ton stops a day um, and then 20 times panic stops a metal drop side. He's, like, 10, he's, doing, he's doing 10, 15, 20 drops a day in a truck. A lot of drivers won't take that. I don't book multi-drops. If he says he's got more than four stops, I'll go, oh. I think I like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, back in the day when I was driving Alice, when I was in seven and a half tonnes, I've done Parcel Force. Oh no, that was in, that was in uh, Veronica, that was in the, in the van. I've done 100 drops in a day. I've done um, timber, where I've had to do 10 drops in a day, Handballing decking. It's not fun. And the way I work it is, if I wouldn't want to do it, I ain't going to send my drivers out to do it either, because they'll just get the needle the same as I used to. So it was different for me, I was getting all the money. They're just getting flat rates. So... Uh, the Habidan says, right, the CX is a scam. Uh, I've had a deal. Di- I've had that deal last year. That was one I think I presume I must have talked about back in the day. Um, in July, where I got 14 months for the price of 12. Yeah, but I got, I had one month's work in 12 months. It's not worth it. Unless you have your own van and other sources of income, then great. But don't ever think of making this your own source of income. Um, or don't even rent a van. Be careful with that one. If you've got to sort of rent a van, it's like the Amazon job, isn't it? Where you end up working for them. And then by the time you get their wages, and then you pay them back for their van and their insurance and their all that, And there's nothing left. It sounds like a good deal. Be careful. Um, Even if you rent a van, you're just asking to go broke. That's my advice for any newbie coming to the CX after having it for 12 months and with only one month payment, take care, but get your money somewhere else. It doesn't work for everybody. I've said all the way along, it's not a magic wand. No one's going to knock on your door and say it's a million pound. You get out what you put in. It worked for me. I started in a van five years ago. It's another story now. If you take it, you take it. But it's like anything. You know, how you start a business? You hold your nose and jump. Whether it's this or a butcher's shop or making kites, whatever you're doing, you hold your nose and jump. And if you do it, I wish you the best of luck. And if you do it, follow the link below because um, we'll get you a better deal. Um, I think I'll put a link up there for you just in case, if you fancy it, like, you know. Uh, but just read everything, listen to everybody else first. I've never actually plugged the CX. I've, all, I've just told the truth. I said how it worked for me. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't work for you, sorry, not for everybody. Um, van Advances. Hello. Had a chat with a diesel card, and they told me that sales are down by 50%. Quite possibly true. I know diesel's gone up by 4p this week. That was quite expensive. And finally, in conclusion, because everyone's invading, and I need their front room back, so uh, London Creative said, "Um, I just realised, hearing you say without context, that when you talk about... In the before times, used to say, I used to work on the markets, and I was a market trader. It does sound like you're saying you worked on the stock exchange or the gold reserve or selling iron as much like. In all honesty, my wife used to tell everybody that I was a market trader. And when they assumed that I worked in the city, she never corrected them. But I have never been to a work in <laughs> my, my dad's dad said to him, my dad's dad was a market trader as well. when you're standing in the streets selling stuff. And um, he said, "Don't get yourself a job." He was like, working at Foxhall, and he said, "Don't get yourself a job in all your rags and dirty clothes, Dad. Uh, son, get yourself a proper decent job with a shirt and tie." This was when we were standing somewhere, and he was absolutely drenched. He looked like a drowned rat. He said, "Look at me now." But yeah, that was what I used to do. You can go back to the very, very beginning of this channel. You'll see me on the market before I was on the Curie Exchange. In the meantime, on the Curie Exchange now, I'm going to go because it's time to get the front room back. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I hope you take care.